Hey everybody, welcome to the Whiskey Sessions. Before we get started on today's episode, just want to give you a heads up that the audio quality is a little bit lower than normal. We don't know what the fuck happened. Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome to a very special episode of the Whiskey Sessions. This is A Metz. I'm B Pimp. And joining us are two of the Murphy sisters. We could not get the third one because her price was too high, but we got the younger ones. <laughs> joining us is T Dog and the Murphs. Hello. Hey. And of course, we, we have a very special episode because we're gonna talk about Oh, somebody wanted to be introduced. That is also Chavo, a dog that is here <laughs> and is <clears throat> very confused about what is happening. <laughs> so the top five we have today, we're going to talk about our top five countries that we would like to go to that we have not been to yet. So uh, I think we all have a, a pretty robust list that we can go through. But before we get to that, Brian, why don't you talk about the whiskey that we have today? We have a very special whiskey from Brooklyn, New York, which Murph was gracious enough to purchase for this podcast. Wow. And it is from Kings County Distillery. It's a straight bourbon whiskey. It's 90 proof, and it's... 90 proof, that's where, that's where you want it. It's right in the sweet spot. So we're all going to try it, and we're going to give it a... Um, this is a, this whiskey drinks smooth or it's getting the boot. Smooth or the boot. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to you. <laughs> you know, I hate to say it, but for the third whiskey in a row, I think it's smooth. It's, this whiskey drinks smooth. <laughs> I like it. It has like just the right amount of bite, but not too much. Yes. And it's, um. It's, it's got some good body to it. It's got a hint of smokiness, but it's not like a scotch. Right. It's very bourbon. No, oh, and I think we've said it before, but like, I maybe I'm it's because I'm American, but I prefer bourbon to scotch. Yeah, like if I want I like scotch, bourbon. I'll just smoke a cigarette in my bourbon. Put some Camel Crush and crush it yeah. up in there. Just put it in there. <laughs> I'm not a fan. No, no. <laughs> T Dog. It's all right. Wow, very tepid reaction from huh. one side of the room. I love it. Well, they were both telling us before we went on air that their favorite whiskey was Evan Williams. And mm -hmm. it was I no, said, no, no. I don't know. Alternative Southern facts. Comfort. Southern Comfort, yeah. SoCo. See, they like those funny. whiskey pancakes. I think SoCo, like, we tried it for a whiskey session, but is SoCo even technically a whiskey? No, it's not. It's, it's a, not. It's, it's a, a whiskey liqueur. syrup. Yeah, it's like, it's the <laughs> one, we maybe shouldn't have had it at all. Technically. I would say it devalues the rest of our podcast, but I feel like we haven't really set too high of a bar yet. <laughs> Probably. I think so, a lot of things have devalued our podcast. Like me being on it? <laughs> anyway, so we should probably get into our top five list because we have, you know, four people to get through and a bunch of countries that are presumably awesome, but maybe terrible. We haven't been there yet. That's the point. We're going to have a decent level of overlap. I feel like Lisa and I are going to have a lot of the same countries in there. I mean, well, sorry. I would not be The so Murph sure. and I. <laughs> maybe I would not do, maybe be so no. sure. But if uh, you do, then those are countries to go to next. Yeah. And let me tell you, we live in a time where flights, I don't think, have ever been relatively cheaper than they are now. Yeah. Flying the apocalypse from, is near, so they're just... Flying from Seattle flights. to Chicago 
has cost $400 my entire life, which makes no sense to me. I will say... They're going with the wind. You should get a little discount. Yeah. Most of the countries, though, be we cannot drive to. At least the countries on my list. Um, so I'm working on it. Once I lose <laughs> enough weight, I'll be able to fit in a normal seat. I'll be good to go. But you know, And the nice thing, too, is if you're flying internationally, you're usually on like a huge airplane. Yeah. And I find, as somebody who like, occasionally gets anxious while flying, the bigger the plane you're on, the more you think less about it. Okay. The more you think you less. You think less about how it's a plastic coffin in the sky. Right. The more, the less you think about it being a 500 mile an hour two in the sky that anything could stop it. Of course you're going to crash. Of course you're going to yeah. crash. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be into a mountain and then I'm going to have to eat someone to survive. Right. Like alive. I mean, what I like to do is when I get on the plane, I find that person that I would want to eat first. Tell them I would eat you first. The problem I've run into is it's usually me. Uh, this just took a thing. really dark turn. So anyway, let's get into it. <laughs> These are our top five countries we would like to visit. Four, less than six. It's the top five. All right, let's uh, get started. T-Dog, what is your number five? <laughs> All right, uh, my number five is Italy. Oh, Tutti Pazan. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, pretty much for all, like, the basic reasons. Go on to go to Venice. Want to go on, like, gondolas and stuff. <laughs> you like Some spaghetti. spaghetti. Venice? I just feel like there's a lot of culture Spaghets. there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say, my wife and I were just in Italy, and we went to Venice, and we went to Florence, the Cinque Terre, Rome, and we took like two hours of pizza, which I think is all you need for pizza. But, so Venice is great. Don't yeah. get me wrong. She thought of it a little bit too late in our stay there, but she was going to do a photo journal of people in gondolas <laughs> not smiling. <laughs> because it's brilliant, Once great. you get there, you realize the gondola thing is like the biggest tourist trap they have. Mm -hmm. yes, they charge you sure. 80 euro for it, which oh is like $90 maybe. And it's like none of them sing. They're supposed really? to sing, right? They don't. I just watched The Amazing Race and they made them sing to tourists on the boats. Well, <laughs> they certainly would for that show, but I did not hear a single one singing. But besides that, Venice is really cool. I think that's. Like, Italy is... We didn't have, like, a bad meal there, and it's... Mm. I would absolutely go back. But also go to the Cinque Terre if you go there, because that is... What awesome. is that? It's, like, right off, like, northwest coast, like, on the Mediterranean, and it's just, like, this cliffside, like, five fishing villages in a row. And we, like, hiked along them, and they were all, like, really cute little towns of, like, a thousand people, if even. I mean, it's kind of touristy, but... Not that bad, and the hike is nice, and they have good seafood, and the views are like nothing I've ever seen. Nice. Cool. I gotta visit my Italian roots. You should. Yeah. yeah. Italy is awesome. My town that my last name is named after is no longer there, so why should I bother? Aww. <laughs> and the Murph. What is your number five? My number five is Thailand. Ooh. I had a professor at DePaul that told me about how beautiful Thailand was, and I've just heard great things. The food is supposed to be amazing, and it'd be a really beautiful place to visit. Plus, I've never been to Asia, so I'd be interested, too. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you be surprised to know that my number five is also Thailand? Perfect match. You should go to Thailand. And I, I, I want to go there. My reason is not quite as cultured. It's because <laughs> I really love the movie Ong Bak Thai Warrior. <laughs> Uh -huh. And I want to go f try to find the tree that they run up at the beginning. Oh, Brian <laughs> wants to visit a place because it's a ridiculous movie. Yeah. Shocking. Beef hemp, excuse you. Sorry. 
Sorry. I didn't see, like, I was only in Bangkok for, like, three days, but I didn't see any martial arts there. <laughs> you weren't looking in the right place. No. All I remember about that, like, they were, like, really, like, small streets, and wherever we walked, it felt like a, like, scooter or a motorcycle was going to come up behind you and hit you. Like, it all, everyone was on scooters, and they were all around all the time. What's your number five, Amets? Uh, my number five is Portugal, which we've been to Spain and France, but I really want to go to Portugal for the seafood and everything we've heard from everybody that's been there. They've really enjoyed it. And I think it's like affordable too. Yeah, Portugal's supposed to be amazing. Yeah, that's, yeah. I've always been intrigued by that country. So that's my number five. T Dog, what's your number four? Uh, Argentina. We're going to Buenos <laughs> <Okay>. Aires. <laughs> Uh, I took a Latin history class in college, and we learned about all like the dictatorships in uh, Southern America, and they had a pretty cruel one. <laughs> and the the guy was married to Ava Perón, who was like what it's like about um, Evita, the musical is about her. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting just learning about how like he, she was used to get like public approval of this like huge dictator, and I don't know. And there's a lot of culture there. Do you want to go there to become the next Avita? Yes. Okay. Well, that's, like, <laughs> admirable. My sister went there in college for a study abroad situation. We went on a honeymoon. It was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Buenos Aires is a really cool city. But, like, the other, one of the places we went to was Bariloche, which is, just like, kind of near Chile in the lakes region. But as soon as we got there, I was like, wait a minute. This looks exactly like the Pacific Northwest. Why did we fly all the way down? <laughs> the Murph. My number four is South Africa. Ooh, that just missed my list. That's a good one. Again, because it's beautiful. Also, has a very interesting past. Yeah, history. recent past. Yeah, very recent past. And I have a good friend. Shout out to, I'll just call her K Dog, <laughs> whose family has family there and has a heritage in South Africa. It sounds like it's really diverse culture and. Very interesting to me. Then you're not dissuaded by the troublesome race history in that country? Well, obviously it's troubling, but also interesting to learn about. Okay. But what about, like, the documentary, what was it, District 9? Yeah. So do they still have the aliens there or no? <laughs> I'll tell you when I go. So we're going to have to get a future report <laughs> on this topic. Um, my number four is the Demo- Democratic Republic of the Congo. Which is a place I would really love to go because they have some of the greatest animals that you could ever imagine in that country. Like what? You want to go on like a safari tour? Yeah. They've got awesome. gorillas. They've got like silverback gorillas, elephants. Zebras. Zebras. Giraffes. Wildebeests. Oh, what about big cats? What do they got for big cats? Pumas, maybe. Cheetahs? Cheetahs. I, don't, I can't get behind pumas because that was the mascot of our rival high school. Well. So fuck them. Sorry, I didn't consult you before I made this choice. Should have thought about it. But yes, that is my number four. My number four is Peru, which my wife has been there, and she saw Machu Picchu, and she keeps talking about it, and just makes me more jealous every time, because it seems like a ridiculous like cloud ruin of awesomeness, and That's I want to go there. That's a pretty evocative language that makes me intrigued. Yeah, I like... I don't know about the rest of Peru. I'm not sure like what kind of city Lima is, but 
if for nothing else, for Machu Picchu. And it's crazy that they only, like, rediscovered it, I think, less than 100 years ago, or maybe about 100 years ago. Really? Yeah, and I think, I, I want to say it was, like, um, I think it was built, I'm going to have to do a history check on this, maybe look up Google, maybe in, like, the 1400s or 1200s or something like that. And the fact that it was just, like, forgotten about for, like, four or 500 years is kind of nuts. Yeah. So that's that's my number four. T-Dog, number three. <laughs> number three is Denmark. Oh. Mm. Um, our mom is, like, mostly Danish. Our grandpa's, like, 100% Danish or something. Yeah. I, like, realize I don't know anything about the country or our roots or anything, so it would probably be just more of, like, a historical, like, trip if I went. <laughs> nice. Heard good things about Copenhagen. Yeah, I want to go yeah. there. That would be interesting. Yeah. It's, like, rated one of the happiest places to live or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I've seen that, too. Very intrigued. Is that where Frozen takes place? You know, I saw Frozen for the first time, like, recently, and I thought the animation was not very good. Did anybody else notice that? It was, like, sub-Pixar by a considerable margin. If you look at that movie and, like, see the background shots, there's a lot of people just, like, standing around. I guess, like, compared to, like, Moana, it's not very good. I think... If you look at what they did with, like, the water and the snow and the ice, that's where they spent their time. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Also, I don't think Let It Go is that great of a song. Well, let it go. There you can just let it go. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Murph. The Murph. The Murph. Number three. My number three is Iceland. Ooh. Iceland. That's it's just very nice. too. Greenland is full of ice. You know, it's got mountains, it's got some cool nature, some cool cities, Reykjavik, and it's got a very good knitting culture. Oh! Hey now! Plus, I know somebody there that went, like, dog sledding. I wouldn't do that. Well. I know, that seems great. Unless it was a team of chihuahuas. Uh, <laughs> is that you're going to eat a lot of chihuahuas? How many chihuahuas? Like, what is it? A hundred? For me? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's like... I've got a hundred chihuahua Chihuahua, power. can you answer that question? I also don't think you could find a hundred chihuahuas that would, like, be willing to work in unit. together? I think yeah. they hang out together. You'd be I'm surprised. Sure they would don't they hang out in packs? Yeah, you could probably find a pack of hundred chihuahuas. <laughs> What's your number three? Number three for me is Sweden. Oh. That is a country that intrigues me greatly. They have a wonderful heavy metal culture. It's probably the number one country for heavy, heavy metal. Um, Gothenburg area specifically has spawned like 20 bands that I love. It's called Gothenburg? Gothenburg. Is that where the term goth comes from? No. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Oh. It's where like symphonic metal started, which doesn't mean anything. Say what? But yes, I would love to go there. I would love to live there. Even though I haven't been there, I just feel like I would fit right in. Yeah, that's my number three. My number three is kind of going with the theme of, wait, T-Dog? Yes, T-Dog <laughs> is uh, Lithuania, because my mother is fully Lithuanian. She was born in Germany, but it was after her family like fled Lithuania after World War II, and so she's been back, but at some point I would love to go to Lithuania before it becomes Russia, which will probably happen. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> At some point. So, definitely Lithuania. It's got, it's capital Vilnius. It's got, like, one of the longest standing, like, old towns. It hasn't, like, had any major damage from any of the wars. Oh, wow. And 
of course, like basketball is very popular in yeah. Lithuania. And some then, great basketball players from the country. Oh, definitely. And some other towns, like uh, right on the coast of the Baltic Sea, like Klaipeda. There's like a big spit there that would be really cool to see. So I think Lithuania would be nice. I can get on board with that. T-Dog. Uh, number two is Greece. Mm. Uh, I took um, Greek mythology in college, and our professor was like, basically like Indiana Jones, where he was going like digs there and stuff, and he like, the way he described it was just like amazing. With like, what's it called, like Mykonos? It's just like the island where they just like chill all day. It's, <laughs> it's a like great Fleet Fo- <laughs> Foxes song, also. <laughs> yeah, it was really. Yeah. <laughs> but I also feel like if any of the religions are correct. Greek Orthodox? No, not Greek Orthodox. <laughs> Christmas is the 25th of December, not <coughs> But no, the Greek gods mythology, like that's it's, probably the right one. It's no, so interesting. On. It's so interesting There's to no learn gods. about. Zeus and Hera. And then like. It's a good story. Apollo and the rest of them. Poseidon, Hades, Hermes, Aphrodite, who I guess is only half god, really. Yeah. Hercules. Hercules, He's also half god. Athena. Athena, yeah. Goddess uh, of did war. I say Apollo? Yeah. yeah. God, when I was 10 years old, I could name all of them. I don't know what happened. <laughs> the important thing to know is Dionysus, the god of wine. Yeah, that's the god of what we're doing right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The birth. Your number oh, two. Up? Yeah, number two. My number two is also Peru. Oh. that's Is that a first overlap? No, Thailand. Oh, right, Thailand. Thailand. But Peru is intriguing to me because, well, it's got a very interesting history and it's kind of in an interesting place right now in the world stage. But it's also uh, interesting because Peru actually has like all different four types of climates, like it's got ocean, mountain, desert, and plains. Yeah, that's everything. And it really influences like, their cuisine and their culture and, you know, different... And I think it's like 40%, I probably shouldn't quote stats, but it's like 40% indigenous, their population. So it's interesting to me how that interacts with their, their main culture and history there. It was interesting, like, um, Maggie did study abroad in Chile. And, like, a lot of, like, the help staff that they would get for the wealthier families in Chile would, like, be Peruvian. Like, mm-hmm. it was almost like Chile's Mexico, in a sense. Hmm. And there were, like, some, like, weird dynamics with, like, kind of how they treated the Peruvians. Hmm. But I think even within Peru, there's, you know, a hierarchy of, like, and I really shouldn't speak to this because I don't know a lot about it, but between, like, the campesinos and the indigenous people and people that live in the cities. Interesante. And the, they've got an interesting uh, food culture happening there. I will say, out of all the types of, like, like native musics, I find Peruvian pan flute music one of the most annoying. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't like it. I don't know what you're talking about. I like the aboriginal... Um, What's that? Didgeridoo? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's Isn't that one. like Australia? Yeah. Um, Instead of all native types of music. Oh. Yeah. Right? That fits in. It's the only thing Australia does, right? <laughs> Didgeridoo? Number two for me is Italy. Nice. It's where my people are from. 
You have to go there. My dad's 100% Italian, and I'm very intrigued by it. Not only because of the food, but just seeing, like, some of the historical areas of, in Italy. Like, I would like to see the Leaning Tower of Pisa, which That's you mentioned you went to. Like, you go to places there that are pre-Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't even believe in the Jeebus. <laughs> but it's like, so there was Jeebus, and this pre-Jeebus? Yeah. It's weird. Pontius Pilate. Yeah. But yeah, I would like to go there. Me too. Plus, you can get from city to city really quickly. They have good bullet trains there, or high-speed oh, really? rail. Yeah. They're kind of pricey, but they do go up to like almost 200 miles an hour. Wow. Yeah. Highly recommended. So when Mario and Luigi are still getting a Mario Kart. Exactly. That's kind of weird that they, like, the Japanese people that made those games, like, picked Italians. Italian plumbers, no less. Right? <laughs> I didn't see a single damn plumber when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a me, Mario. Alright, my number two is India. Which, I say realizing I'm not, I don't know how much Pepto-Bismol I'd have to bring with me. Because <laughs> I don't think I could sound like You can do it. I you like Ethiopian food. That's I like a lot of different foods, but like India might be pushing. I even eat a lot of Indian food here, but like the kind of Indian food I probably eat there would be like you can really get samosas. Spicy. Really spicy. Yeah, you can get samosas. They're potato based. They're not that bad. Yeah, but I, I just like I don't know where in India exactly. My brother did a study abroad there when he was in college, and it just seems like there's so many people, and it's like. So crowded. I think mm-hmm. I probably need to go now, or I'm going to get too old and crotchety to want to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, get on a train where you're just, like, piled on top of each other. Mm-hmm. But one of these days, yeah. India. I think they have lots of scooters there, too. Mm-hmm. T-Dog. Number Bruno. one. We are down to number one. <laughs> uh, Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, our last names are Murphy. <laughs> right. <laughs> like to go there for historical roots. I don't know. I just find it very intriguing. Beautiful country. Is there anything specific that intrigues? Like, do you want to go to a certain city? I mean, Dublin, but yeah. Does Ireland have other cities? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Cork. Like Cork. Kerry. Yeah. Wait, Glasgow. Belfast. Glasgow, Scotland. I think. Oh, Belfast. Belfast. North, Northern Ireland. Ireland. Uh, Shetland Islands are off of... Yeah, Ireland would be cool. I want to see some castles and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. My mom's going to be really mad because I don't have Ireland on my list. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops! Whoops-a-daisy! <laughs> Alright, the Murphs, what's your number one? My number one is Sweden. Oh. You can kind of stole my thunder on that one. That's I was right. not expecting to hear Sweden twice. They're Swedish. I'm like... Well, like half... Quarter Swedish? So I think somebody in my family somewhere knows where our family is actually from in Sweden. So I'd like to actually go to where my roots are. Also, it's supposed to be a beautiful country. Interesting politics. Robin's from there. And Robin. Singer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, plus all you like you love metal, right? (laughs) Goddamn right. Yep. Nope. (laughs) speaking of metal my number one running away with it is Norway because that country everything that I prioritize in life they fall in line with which is being cold being cold (laughs) number one heavy metal church is bullshit are they like the most atheist country or something yeah 
and there are pagan there are a lot of pagans there who oh, are like no. fuck religion we're interested in the earth a lot of Lithuanians are pagans too which I'm all about plus the metal is so good so good that's where like all of black metal originated in, in Oslo I'm not sure anybody here could even argue with you well that's where I want to go <laughs> I belong there. I wouldn't know where to start I belong there I should have been born there. I'll find my way there at some point. I mean, you could do really easily a Norway, Sweden, Sweden Denmark. Denmark. Yeah. Yeah. You could hit all those countries. Mm-hmm. The home of Lars Ulrich. Uh, okay. My number one is Croatia. Ooh, that's wow. a good one. I, I think we're going to go there at some point, but it's like so much of it is right on the Adriatic Sea. I think it's it seems to be like a kind of like it's not high on anybody's radar. But it has, like, beautiful beaches. I think it's, like, because it's not that high on anybody's radar, like, somewhat affordable. And I've heard, like, nothing but amazing things about it. And I don't know that much about it, but it seems like I would love to be there. Tony Kukoc was from there. That's another Split Croatia. He's from Split? Mm Mm-hmm. So that's right on the coast. Yeah. That's one of the places I want to go. I don't know about Zagreb, which I think is the capital. Yeah. Like, that's not on the coast, I don't think. That's where Kino Raja's from. Oh, wow. You are keeping up on the NBA players. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I would love to go to Croatia. We haven't had a Croatia yet. Interesting pick. I like it. All right, let's let's talk about um, our honorable mentions. Anybody? I have Japan. Oh, Japan is awesome. Because it's like its own little world, I feel like. And I love sushi. (laughs) Mm. I just love to go. So, it. like, colorful and artistic. Also great trains there. <laughs> Even better than Italy, I think. I had Australia. Too many bugs. <laughs> they have nine <laughs> of the ten most poisonous snakes. Exactly. Why would you go there? Exactly. And they have giant spiders that hide in your shoes. They produce them in at work. And the people? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's a knife? Well, this is a knife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Australia would be nice. That's such a far flight, though. That's the yeah. only thing. It's like a, it's like a what, fifteen hour, seventeen hour. Flight. Yeah, I'd like to go to yeah. China too, but that's China's close prohibitively right? long flight for me. I mean, if I'm flying further than like Cincinnati, <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta like <laughs> get a little troublesome for just me. Just get some Xanax. I know. Yeah. I should just like eat pop brownies, probably. Take yeah. a Benadryl. Go to sleep. Yeah, you gotta find some way to knock Take a chill pill. Like, if I had a, a couple times I had to bring my cat on an airplane, and it just took her to the vet, and whatever they did, like, worked pretty well. So yeah, I can go to a vet and say... So just go to a vet. Yeah. I'm like a... Give you a tranquilizer. I'm, I'm like a large give hog. Maybe, what uh, would you give a large hog? <laughs> we'll just shoot you with something, and you'll yeah. be fine. Give me the Andy's cat special. Yeah. <laughs> I have some honorable mentions. Both of them are blah, but it's England and Germany. Yeah, Germany was on my honorable mentions too. Germany's nice. It's I want to go to England. I want to. I feel like London. I've been in. I grew up around Chicago. I've been to New York. I've been to Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> really? What more is there? I feel like I need to go to like L.A., Seattle, Portland. You can skip Portland. No, I want to go there. Oh, London. Little... London would be nice. London. I, I th- haven't been to London. You know, like it's just got. It's something I want to experience. Germany, I'm very intrigued by. They've got lots of beer, pretzels, and lederhosen. 
I would like to see it. There was this very funny scene in European Vacation where Chevy Chase was doing a dance in Lederhosen. Oh. They were in Germany. If it's good enough for him, shouldn't I try it? No, Germany is great. I mean, my brother lived there for a while, and we visited a couple of times. Where did he live? Uh, it was a town called Berglangenfeld, which is in uh, the southern part of Germany in Bavaria. Mm. And it's not too far from Munich, so that's like the closest major city. Okay. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I heard Berlin is really cool, but I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's anything like Berlin, the nightclub in Chicago. Wait, which, not. It's probably pretty cool. Yeah. I'm not interested. <laughs> not interested. <laughs> I want to find the country of big shitty tap. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of mine were already covered, but South Africa, Greece, New Zealand, Iceland, and Costa Rica. Costa Rica's awesome. You've been? Yeah. I really went on a class trip and we went like all over the country. Did you get to flip turtles? No. I went ziplining, horseback riding. What? I secretly am afraid of horses. I don't think I would enjoy that. (laughs) I wouldn't do that to a horse. (laughs) I also had Germany, France, Denmark, Netherlands. Gotta go to France. Basically just European Union. Yeah. Like we, so we were in Amsterdam and the Netherlands just for a night and we took the train to Paris, and as soon as we got off the train in Paris, like, French cops stopped us and searched our backpacks. Because I think, clearly, the perception is foreigners, especially Americans, that come from the Netherlands, definitely are taking pot with them, or whatever else. Oh, Maggie looks... I know. She's like so cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's always so calm and chill. But it was like surprising to come to Paris and be like, what the hell? We don't have drugs. And I'm glad we ate them all really quickly right before they took It's like the Mr. Show. <laughs> it's like the Mr. Show sketch where they took a train from Amsterdam to whatever and he had all his pot in the shampoo bottle and he keeps saying shampoo. Well, I had a friend who literally... Didn't shampoo, can't shampoo a shampooer. <laughs> I had a friend that would actually ship pot to people, and he would put it in coffee cans. Oh, that's a good idea. You never got caught. Disguise the smell. Someone told me shampoo bottles is where it's at. Yeah, you can't smell it in there. Even those wily German shepherds. We should. They're like, ooh, that's a tasty smelling shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> no drugs there. Person have twenty five bottles of pot in this one thing. <laughs> Yet it somehow weighs almost nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so if you have thoughts on countries you'd like to visit that you haven't been to, uh, hit us up on our email at whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com or our Twitter feed that's at whiskeysessions. And we'll list those out in a future episode. But why don't we take a quick chance to get to our email inbox, see if we got anything there. And uh, yeah, these are our emails. You sent us emails to read. Emails! And now we'll read them. Alright. Now, we only have one email in the email box today. So that means if you haven't written us an email, you got to, so we can read it on air. Our email address is whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com. Alright, B-Pimp, what do we got in the inbox? We got a message today from Susie. She's sending it from her iPhone. I wonder if this is your sister-in-law, Susie. Oh, I hope not. We'll find out. (laughs) She did not tell us where she's writing from other than an iPhone. And she says, my warmest greetings. 
I'm so glad I found your podcast. I can't wait to check out an episode. I'm in a bit of a predicament. Uh-huh. I mean, Nana G is flying in from Italy for her 75th birthday in a couple months. I really want to make sure she has the best birthday ever as she visits 11 of her 18 grandchildren, likely for the first time. I'm relatively new to baking and just tried making a practice birthday cake. Sadly, it came out a bit flat. I don't think I beat my eggs enough. Do you have any good tips to help me with my whisking sessions? <laughs> wow. I could use a real mix master to help out. The setup for that joke was so long and out of left field. I did not expect it to happen. <laughs> so what do you think, Susie? Um, your sister-in-law has a good question. <laughs> the whisking sessions. What do you think about that? Well, the thing is, you don't want to overdo it. I mean, you want a nice, like, fluff to your egg, but once you reach that, like, that that high of, like, just the right amount of texture, light fluffiness, if you keep whisking, continue that whisking session, you're going to overdo it. Yeah. And that's where you're going to get the flat cake. <laughs> the key is a short with. whisking session. Right. And as the master of mixing that I am, I would say you want to talk, we're talking usually about 50 to 60 whisks per egg. I don't know what the recipe is calling for exactly. I also want to Are you to counting? Well, of course you're counting. <laughs> okay. Apparently my whisking has been off. I also think it helps to have about 50% more egg than the recipe calls for. Like you, like there's never anything wrong with having like a little more egg flavor to that cake. It just, it only adds the goodness. Have you asked the chickens how they feel about this? I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. Well, Susie. I hope that helped out, and I hope you're not disappointed that our podcast is usually about whiskey. But thank you for your message. I give her credit for listening to this many episodes before realizing it wasn't often about whisking at all. She's got a very specific hearing quirk, where every time we say whiskey, she hears whisking, and she's like, I love baking! (laughs) And she just keeps going. Yeah. That's the kind of life I would want to live in Trump's America. Just sustained ignorance. <laughs> it's really, it, really, our choices have been reduced to yes. that. I'm just gonna hear what I want to hear. Yeah. And speaking of what I want to hear, it's the end of this episode. So <laughs> I want to s- special thanks to the Murphs and to T Dog. T Dog and the Murph. The Murph. Catch them on Kalamazoo, Michigan's Drive Time Radio yeah. Show. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for joining us for this episode, and we will catch you again in another couple of weeks. This is Amets. And Peepin. Peace out. Work to your moms. <laughs>